Hi, welcome to the MJ Project Podcast. This is MJ, your host, slash podcaster, slash vlogger, talking about anything and everything that, that interests me nowadays. Um, I have been posting about top 10 shows and series to watch or to stream online, but now it's going to be very, very different. We're veering away from our TV shows and movies and series, and today I have a very special guest. We both, or she, will be talking about the tourism or the Philippine tourism industry, what's going on now, what's going on before, and what's going to happen post-COVID-19. So my very special guest and my very, very good friend, Who's joining me today on the podcast is Natalia Hardin. She is one of the PR and communications leads in the Philippines under the country's tourism industry. She's a dedicated sustainability driver and travel enthusiast. Natalia has been discussing tourism's landscapes and its importance today, but only to selected individuals and groups. There's no doubt that she understood her purpose more as a communicator with her knowledge about tourism with the unprecedented impact it had from the global pandemic COVID-19. In her initial coming out, she shares the most insightful discussion she's ever done, and it's here on the MJ Project Podcast. Hi, Nat! Welcome to the MJ Project channel. Thank you for being here with me today. So before we start to discuss about Philippine tourism, kung ano na nang meron sa kanya ngayon, just tell me a little introduction about yourself para for our listeners. Hmm, okay. Um, hello, everyone. I'm Nat. Um, Nat Herdeen. So I basically work with um, a hotel. Um, and it's an international hotel. So, um, and I'm also a travel enthusiast. I'm not an advocate. Um, there's a there's a difference. So, I'm a travel enthusiast. Um, and yes, like I'm 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 really happy to to be um to be here in the show with Mia. And um, <laughs> it's very it's very different format. Um, this the podcast is like very new to me. So yeah. Thank you so much for having COVID, COVID and a trend podcast. COVID trend. <laughs> so thank you, Nat. So you're working, as you said, you're working for a hotel and you're a travel enthusiast. So we'll talk about, as you mentioned, the Philippine tourism. Ano na siya ngayon. Um, my first question is, what do you think is role, ano yung role ng traveling sa isang person? You said you're an enthusiast. I love to travel also. So, ano ba yung role niya sa isang tao? Mm, well, first off, like, traveling has its different purpose. It's um, It has different benefits and different outcomes for an individual, right? So, meron yang parang, of course, yung first layer would be, okay, sige, pang relax, um, just to get away. But, the deeper the deeper meaning would be um, it's under it's understanding um, yourself and the world um parang ano ba talaga yung mga gusto mo ano yung mga ano yung mga interests mo uh, while living in this world and 
also there's interconnectivity. Like, um, how do you interact with other species in this world? And um, there's also um, a strong, um, how do I say this? A strong contribution for mental health. Kasi di ba parang, um, traveling kasi is, it, it's it, what makes us happy eh. But also, more than being happy, um, parang alam, alam mo na kailangan mo siya. To be, you know, to be actively, actively healthy mentally healthy. So, yun siya. And also, uh, meron din yung confidence in uncertainty. Meaning, confidence in uncertainty meaning, kunyari, nag-travel ka, and then, with that travel, nagulo yung plano mo. Pero, what, there's no one else to help you but yourself and the people around you who, who you're traveling with. So, that's, that's uncertain also. Parang kailangan mo tulungan yung sarili mo with that. That's why. There's also like a boosting in confidence for traveling. Yeah. So you mentioned that for you, parang it contributes mental, not only parang the usual things about travel. So it contributes to mental health, which is totoo parang nare-relax ka when you go out, when you travel. Ngayon nga parang I always say na naka-lockdown tayo for how many months na we're currently on vacation, pero parang nasa loob ka lang ng bahay. And I always tell my husband, si Ariel, na parang, I need a vacation from this very long vacation. Parang ganun, kasi medyo nakakabaliw na tong lockdown na to. And then you also mentioned about discovery or confidence in uncertainty. So when traveling, you parang you discover yourself as well as discovering others at the same time. No? Parang nakikilala mo yung sarili mo whenever you travel you find something new about yourself. So, my you next question... You find out something about things that you don't know. You don't know. So, parang, oh, oh, ganon. You find out something about you and then you find out some things that you don't know. So, ibang, ibang culture, ibang... Kahit dito lang sa Pilipinas, no, when you travel sa, sa Bohol, sa Siargao, ang dami mong bagong culture na natututunan kahit nasa isang bansa ka lang. That's what's nice nga talaga about travel. So next, yung situation natin ngayon um, with the COVID-19, with this global pandemic na first time na nangyari sa generation natin, um, what do you think is, what was the travel life before this? Bago tong COVID-19 na, anong pinagagagawa natin in terms of travel? Saan <laughs> 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 tayo <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then, no, no, but um, yeah. So traveling, the travel life before COVID is actually, I think for me is what I call um um the segment of hap the happiest travelers. Why? Because um before COVID, anjan yung ano eh um anjan yung anjan yung parang 30 persons in one boat. Diba? Parang kandas ang dami mong makilala, makakainuman mo after the tour or something. Meron dyang 499, 599, 799, 999. Yes, 999. Parang papatusin ng traveler because it's supposed to be cheap, right? And it's affordable. 
and also si Boracay. Boracay was like ano ba? Party island of the Philippines. Yes, uh-huh. Lahat nandun. I mean, I mean, let's be honest, nandun lahat ng drugs, nandun lahat ng pag-iinom. <laughs> Gusto ko <Diba>? yun. <laughs> diba? <laughs> I mean, for, for any, for any um, travel, travel party area, nandun lahat eh. Parang, well, parang, parang, wala nang bukas. Yung time of traveling before COVID. <laughs> Talagang dun yung YOLO, di ba? Correct, correct. <laughs> YOLO talaga. And given that um, actually 80, 86% of the Filipinos prefer to, de- to travel domestically, 81% of that is um, traveling with family and um, a loved one. So meaning to say, even if yolo na yolo ka na with your friends, a large percentage of of um, the travelers, Filipino travelers, would prefer family and the boyfriend or the husband. Why? Because they know the the traveling is um is supposed to be shared yeah. with the people you love. Correct. So value relationships. Yeah. Totoo. Totoo yan. Ako, parang, if I don't, if I travel, kasi sometimes dun sa work ko, before I traveled, I traveled to Europe, pero hindi ko kasama yung, yung family ko or anyone that I love. I just, I was with my office mates. Parang kulang. Kahit sabihin mong, ah, free travel to going to Europe, pero parang, parang gusto ko na lang maiwan sa bahay. Diba? Parang ganun. Kasi parang sayang. I don't, I wasn't able to share any of my experience with someone that I love. So, totoo yun na talagang mas masaya mag-travel with your family. And like, um, like I work in the, I work in the um, uh, accommodations sector, mm-hmm. diba? Nung first phases ng sales namin, sales campaign, parang laging, um, a trip to ganyan, a trip to Vietnam, a trip to Singapore. Pero isang ticket lang yung in-offer namin. And always, um, the consumer would ask me, ma'am, baka naman pwedeng additional. Mm-hmm. And niraise ko siya, say, after several months of doing different campaigns, niraise ko siya to the upper management. And we finally understood why. Kasi yun nga eh, parang useless to travel kung hindi mo siya ma-share. Hindi yes. mo siya, ano yan, hindi mo siya ma-treasure, hindi mo ma-treasure yung moment with someone. Totoo, totoo yan. Talagang sayang talaga pag hindi mo kasama yung family mo. Ikaw, sinong lagi mong ka-travel? Char! <laughs> Mamaya na lang natin pag-usapan yan behind the scenes. <laughs> so based on that, so marami kang, marami kang nakakausap sa work mo, marami kang nakakasama. What do you think are, kasi sabi mo 81% or 86% are, of Filipinos are, um, they travel locally. So what about the, hindi ako magaling sa math, but let's say around 20%. For sure, mga foreigners yon. Some of them are foreigners who travel to the Philippines. So what do you think these foreigners say about the Philippines? Gana ba siya kaganda? Kahit, kasi kahit mga Pilipino, talagang gusto nila domestically lang eh. Not really internationally. So what do you, what do these foreigners say about the Philippines? 
Yeah. Um, um, I cannot actually like um speak in behalf of all the mm-hmm. foreigners. Um, as I mentioned, I'm a travel enthusiast. So, like, I always ask, what do they think about the Philippines? Mm-hmm. Um, if they're a foreigner or just, you know, when I go out as a foreigner. And they would always say, the, 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 well, Filipinos are globally known for their hospitality. Yes, it's true. Friendly, friendly tayo. Friendly, friendly. But, 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 Umatak sa sila sa Pilipinas, dun lang nila naiintindihan that um, Filipino hospitality is actually um, pure. Mm-hmm. Um, genuine siya eh. Parang, hindi ko alam. Siguro, maybe because um, it, it, we've been trained for it for several decades na parang if you extend your smile, if you extend your help, ginagawa mo siya out of purity. So, yeah, um, usually they say na parang Filipinos are, sabi nga nila, can be stubborn because there's so much genuine hospitality in us that we offer. Parang kumaabot na sa point na hindi na natin alam paano maging, maging strict. Yeah. Or, uh, diba? Like, when we do tours with foreigners, pag foreigners parang, Ah, uh, sasabihin ni Tarek para i-offerin to you. Okay, I I will give you a discount. Pero pag pinoy. Ala ng discount mo ha. Nakaka na lang pinoy kasi hindi ka na dito, carry mo na 'yan. Diba? Parang ayun. Parang that's what what they're saying. There's 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 a, a large difference of pros and cons, but majority are very are on the side of Rose, especially um, 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 na yun eh, parang hindi lang siya, hindi tayo just beaches. Mm. Not just about the beaches. It's not just the Filipinos. The Filipinos talaga yung pinupuntahan nila. Oo. Diba? Kasi parang tayo mga, ano, exotic beauties. Talaga <laughs> natin, talaga tayo dito na mga fam. Diba? <laughs> Pero alam mo, Meron ako naisip na, sabi mo, di ba, we are naturally, talagang parang hospitable tayo. Alam mo rin ko anong feeling ko is number one chismosa din kasi ang mga Pilipino. So, pag may mga dumadating na, na mga foreigners, parang akala mo hospitable na sila pero gusto nila chumika ng chumika para marami silang machika sa mga ibang kamag-anak nila. Oh, ang ganang. Di ba? Sabi ko na nga, ano eh, Sabi ko na nalalabas ang exoticness ng Pinoy sa trong. Yun! Diba? Tito mo tayong dalawa. <laughs> Bentang be. Uy, dahi. Ang beauty ko benta to sa foreigner. Kasi nasawa ko Pinoy. Mas masarap pa rin kasi magmahal ang Pinoy. Sweet. I love you. <laughs> anyway, going back to the topic. So, when you look at tourism as a whole, um, especially here in the Philippines, how do you think was, or, yeah, I'd say was. So, how do you think yung business ng tourism or tourism, the businesses under tourism, performed before COVID? Um, yeah, um, okay, sige. So, CDOT, um, just to give you a, a, a back 
ground. So, si DOT was supposed to hit 8.2 million inbound travelers. Inbound meaning coming in. Kailan niya? Um, supposedly, last year. December. Okay. Um, and, kasi pataas eh. Pataas yung graph natin eh. Like, 2014, that was like um, 5.3 million. 2016, umaangat ng million, million, million per year. So, 2020 was supposed to be our year yeah. um, to the tourism industry. Supposed to be. And majority of um, those who contribute to that growth are South Koreans, Chinese. Because it's eh, and we have strong ties. And um, even with Americans, yung sa Americans naman, um, I found out that Americans are going back here, going back here, because alam nila eh, na maganda yung Pilipinas, yeah. the healthy. Yeah, but like hindi nila kumbaga parang alam nila that we that US the Americans had a strong impact to the Philippines. Pero yung mod yung mga millennials nowadays na Americans parang Ano ba talaga yung impact ng Amerikano sa Pilipinas? So, that's why they wanna go back and understand. Find out. Pag-curious sila, ganun, no? Correct. And then, um, what else? Like, under tourism, there's also the, um, how do I say this? You, um, the rights of uh, health and wellness sector. So, kasi diba, parang sa buhay ngayon, ang dami ng conscious with um, their health. They know they need to, to do, an, I don't know, whatever spa. Meditation, yung mga ganyan. Yeah. Yoga. So, um, yes. Yeah, so, 2020, 2014 started the rise of um, health and wellness section. So, um, with that, dahil mas maraming gustong travel, the travel and trade was also boosting. Meaning, travel and trade meaning um, travel agencies. Yeah. Travel expos. Diba? Parang OA na nga, minsan nga parang OA na yung expos sa Pilipinas. Eh. Like, in one month, in one month, there's like four big expos. Nang travel lang, diba? Yes, correct. And given, given that, given that, um, since nag, nag tuma, umaangat yung business ng travel and trade, it would also do a domino effect for airlines and hospitality, transportation and hospitality. So, simple na lang, di ba? Like, um, we have Grab already. Gojek. Diba? Kasi ang travel naman, it doesn't necessarily mean na travel ka island to island. Yeah. Travel also mean daily use cases. Uh-huh. Diba? Parang office or pupunta ka ng another city to see, I don't know, a museum. Uh-huh. So, yun din. Parang meron din siyang effect um, um, on the growth for uh, uh, um, transportation. And as well as for hospitality. Like, for us, Kasi diba pag pumunta ka ng Shangri-La, Shangri-La has, I think, ang, ang sa kanila lang parang it 
how they how they describe the rooms it will depend on the number of beds and size ng bed diba ganun but now um budget hotels like ours see red doors we identify it as standard premium and plus Stan standard premium and plus correct okay. so kumbaga before um Kung before, ang business ni hotel is to bring to bring a consumer either as a, with a partner, a solo traveler, or with family. Yun nga, yun, sa differences ng kama. But with, with now, with the new trend of traveling, the, the, the supposedly new trend of traveling, meron na yung parang, ano yung need mo as a traveler? So like say, standard. Ah, kailangan ko lang ng Kahit anong kama, yeah. okay na uh -oh. Right? Pag medyo meticulous ka naman, okay, medyo angat ka ng slight. Parang that's the plus, which is like uh, a better bedding, diba? a larger room. So now, it's according to the need. Kaya maraming, maraming, maraming new models of hotels out there. Kasi nga, nag-change eh. Nag-change preference ng traveler. Yeah. So when you mentioned, um, as you mentioned, you work for Red Doors, diba? And this is quite, startup lang ba siya? Because I've seen them recently lang, naka-post naka sa mga hotels. So is this a startup? When did you start yung Red Doors? Um, si Red Doors is actually three years old. Okay. Um, three years old. And, um, uh, the model is actually merong existing budget hotels. Yeah. But those budget hotels, since budget nga sila, they don't have the fund to do marketing. They don't have the fund to put up, I don't know, a sign, a big signage. Yeah. They don't have the fund to put it on OTAs. OTAs meaning booking.com, Agoda, Airbnb. Diba? So, marami and ha? You do that for them. Correct. Yeah. And so far, since you know all these budget hotels, may mga um, upcoming hotels, so alam natin na um, lumalakas yung hotel industry or the travel in industry kasi you, you with Red Doors, you opened three years ago. So you know that there is a need for this. There is a need and there is a demand for it. Um. How was your growth nyo, and the growth also of the hotels that you have researched before COVID-19? Well, when I entered Red Doors in 2018, mm. they were growing two times faster than expected. Okay. And then less than one year that I was with them, they were growing three times. Okay. So Why? Because there are what they na staycationers, weekenders. Yes, correct. Maalis lang. But it's also, I mean, it's yeah. also because the status of their their life, na kailangan nilang kumayog, kayog, um, to, to maintain a certain lifestyle and to provide for family and for themselves. But then at the same time, alam nila eh, it's the mental health also. Kailangan nila na break, but they cannot go far. Or they cannot afford to buy a ticket just fly in over the weekend, diba? So, yung traffic, ayaw ka mag-travel. 
So, harap na lang ako ng dito-dito lang kasi worst traffic dito sa Manila. <laughs> maraming, marami, marami ang nag approach sa amin, especially in Makati, na may available ba kayong rooms? Kasi ano eh, hindi na ako makaka-uwi kasi for sure, lasing ako sa poblasyon mamaya. <laughs> Ganyan kami ni Ariel. Parang, dito na lang, mag-Airbnb tayo overnight kasi magwawalwal tayo mamaya. Birthday ni ganito, birthday ni ganito. Diba? Ganun ako, ganun ako na parang I'm going somewhere. Or kunyari, I have a meeting. May wedding ako, let's say, or may meeting ako sa Tagaytay. This is um real experience. I have a meeting in Tagaytay na back-to-back. So I have a meeting today and then I have a meeting tomorrow. Naghanap na lang talaga ako ng budget hotel sa Tagaytay kasi ayoko na umuwi dahil grabe yung traffic. So totoo yan. Mag- maghahanap ka talaga. So totoo na may boom talaga in terms of the hotel industry, mga staycations and whatnot. So in terms of that, that boom that we're saying, the increase of demand, the increase of want of the consumer, what do you think were supposed to happen to those travelers this year, like you, Red Doors, or the hotels that you're working, the brands that you're working with, how do you think they coped up with the change na nangyari na nag-stop lahat ng industry, especially the hospitality industry, this this year of the pandemic, this year of the COVID-19? Well, it's, um, how do they dealt with it, no? I think it's it's very different. There's different tactics to cope up with it for different brands. Si, si, si um, Singapore Airlines, mm-hmm. si, si Scoot, who's, who's also here in the Philippines. So sa kanila, when COVID happened, they were initially saying, okay, sige, I will give you a refund, but your refund will be through points. Yeah. It's not monetary. Mm-hmm. And it, 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 it's the same way for Cebu Pacific and others. But then, Siyempre, along the way, um, as, as, as there was a, a rapid growth for COVID-19, parang they, real, they also realized na, okay, people needed the money. So, tsaka pa lang sila nag-offer ng monetary refund. For other, like for hotels naman, like the night hotels and resorts, sa kanila naman, they I'm not speaking for redders, no, but like um, hospitality in general. So they're saying, okay, sige, we cannot do our, a monetary refund and wala kami point system, but we will wait for you until end of the year. Oh, okay, okay. May mga... Diba? Oh, oh, oh. And um, yeah, iba-iba eh. Like, si Grab naman was... Si Grab naman, parang, di ba may Grab points? Mm-hmm. So yung Grab points nila was was being used naman for for you to purchase something for frontliners. Ah, uh, yeah. Correct. Diba? Iba-iba talaga. Malaki talaga ang impact niya sa tourism. Malaki talaga ang impact niya in terms of the hospitality industry. Kasi all travel to and from each country talagang nag-close lahat. Para ngayon, what I see on the news is the airline industry, parang 2023 pa sila makakabangon after this COVID-19. Um, 
So it's a big impact to the, not just to the hospitality industry, but to the economy of a country also, especially the Philippines. I mean, third world country tayo. And we thrive sa, sa pagpasok ng mga tourists in the, in this, in the, the country. Um, so in terms of the Philippine tourism industry, what do you think now happened to it? Ano na tayo ngayon? Asa na tayo? Ano na nangyayari sa tourism natin? Right now. Parang ano siya? Ano na eh? Correct, correct. Correct, di ba? Parang that was actually when COVID happened. That was the, the biggest question mark. Not just for the government, but more for the tourism industry. Kasi... 12% of Philippines' income is coming from tourism industry. $5 billion of it are actually is the contributor to, to our economic growth. Yeah. $5 billion. $5 And that's because, simply of, because of um, tourism industry. And today, there, there are many researchers out there, and we have at least 1.9 million tourism workers who, who we call are displaced. Displaced meaning, hindi na nila alam eh. Like, okay, parang brands and companies would say, we will, we will put you on unpaid leave. But then, hanggang kailan? Kasi, have to wait slowly wait for for the, the OPEX to come back, the CAPEX to come back. Operations expenses, capital expenses. Diba? And um, for us, like for hotels, um, actually, I'm, I'm, I'm very blessed that I have a good relationship with DOT. That I heard about COVID-19 noong December pa lang. Sinabi ko na kay DOT, if this comes to Philippines, I am willing to offer red doors to those who needs it. It's just that we cannot define kung kanino namin ibibigay yung mga rules. Uh-huh. So, just the time when, um, when, when uh, March, DOT was already approaching us back. Na parang, uy, nas, um, open ka pa ba sa offer, sa offer mo um, to offer your rules because um, we have overseas Filipinos coming back and they need a place to stay because they cannot affect, they cannot affect their families yeah. and their kids and the, the older ones. So, kailangan nila mag-quarantine. So, ang naging purpose ng hotel um, and um, ang, ang naging purpose ng hotel for the tourism industry and for Philippine economy is that quarantine centers come <laughs> I mean, it's not practical because and daming and daming stay for our hotels for a different reason, and it's not for hospi- hospital related matters. Hindi uh, hospitality, hospital na talaga siya. Parang de ba? Parang yeah, magulo eh, magulo and grab stop airline stop. Yes. Um, Lahat, lahat talaga nag-stop. As in talagang, wala, walang gumagalaw. So, when you said na DOT, 
works under the government approach you. So how do you think, ikaw personally speaking, do you think that the government is handling this COVID-19 well? Personally lang, hindi natin iya, ano to. Sa'yo, personally, how do you feel? To all our listeners, may I just remind you, my views and opinions does not reflect nor represent the companies. This is for you, for yourself. Ano sa tingin mo? Kasi ako, unahan na kita. Ako personally, at the beginning, feeling ko parang, wow, ang galing ng Pilipinas na handle nila, na, parang nahahandle nila ng maayos. Pero, as the, the months and the days go by, parang, nadi-disappoint na ako. But at the back of my head, parang feeling ko parang okay pa rin. Personally kasi parang feeling ko ang advantage natin as a country is that we live in, ang lalaki ng, parang hiwa-hiwalay tayo eh. Islands kasi tayo. So hindi natin, pag binlock mo yung Luzon, hindi mo madadala yung COVID sa ibang lugar ng Pilipinas. Diba? Tapos wala naman tayong mga malalaking airports, urbang abang kalang. So parang feeling ko yun yung advantage natin kaya mababa, I guess, dahil kaya mababa yung bilang natin. But ikaw personally, how do you think yung government, how 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 do you think they really are handling this? Well, I think um, for the first phase, in fairness with the government, they were very um, proactive yes. on this uh, global health crisis. Um, but then, to refresh everyone, we're, we, we're a third world country. Mm-hmm. Even if proactively inassess na siya ni government and proactively um, ginawa na siya ng paraan ni government, say, um, ginawa ng paraan, meaning to say, Duterte was able to say out loud na parang ibabalik ko lahat ng Pinoy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Diba? Because Alam niya eh, alam niya yung importance of having the family beside you. Yes, correct. Someone you trust beside you. And this, the, the global health, this global health crisis is a no joke. Mm-hmm. Kaya iniingatan yung mental health and iniingatan yung relationships. Kaya, kaya niya sinabi na, yung ubi ko kayo. Mm-hmm. Diba? Parang, yun. But then, yun nga eh. We're a third world country. All the budgets, all the expenses, kukulangin talaga. Yeah, correct. Kukulangin talaga. And yeah, that's what that's that's why people are getting disappointed. But then, wala eh. We, we, we cannot blame a specific government official or a specific government um, unit because, may, I mean, third world na tayo decades then ago and it, it, it's it's gonna be hard to go back and to track all the budgets and to pay everyone or to pay all the countries we have debt with diba? but, okay. Yun, but yeah go ahead yeah, yun nga, parang, i think the government is trying in the best can, but then hirap lahat ng pinoy Kaya nga, even if the government is trying, say, si, si, si officer na nagbibigay ng 5,000 pesos. How do, how do you say it? Ayuda. Yon. <laughs> Yung ayuda. Yung <laughs> support yan ng Pilipinas. Ayuda. Oh, 
Yun nga eh, kaya nga may lumalabas din na binubusa siya because survival mode din eh. Yes, ito. But you know, ako personally, I commend the government kasi um, the Philippine government, kahit ano pang sabihin nila about Duterte, about these different politicians, as a whole, para makikita mo na dito lumalabas yung pagkabayanihan natin as Filipinos kasi we really help each other out. And um, the government, I feel, are just really trying their best and they're doing their best to help all the industries sa buong Pilipinas. Correct. Diba? Um, uh, ano tayo? Pare-pareho naman tayong clueless dito kahit sabi mo Amerika yan, Japan yan, Singapore, or whatever. This is totally new. So, pare-pareho lang tayo ng pinagdadaanan and everything are doing, everybody are doing their best to cope with this. So, moving forward, in terms of, kasi ngayon parang, at, we're locked, we're trapped here in our homes. Dito natin na-realize yung anlaki ng help ng, ng technology. Andiyan ng Netflix, andiyan ng mga, ang internet. Dito talaga natin na-realize na technology is here talaga to stay. Ito yung pinakamalaking importanteng bagay na naimbento. And this is how we're dealing with with this issue. With what, kasi kung wala tong technology, ay, hindi tayo nakapag-usap ngayon, di ba? So, ang laki, ang laki ng impact ng technology in terms of uh, of the the thing that we're going on, that we're going through right now. So, what do you think is the role naman ngayon ng technology or ng, ng the digital world in terms of this this time of crisis natin? What do you think are people thinking nowadays in relation to traveling? Um, anong connection ng traveling or in terms of the technology, technology or the digital world? Hmm. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, so kung kanina, ang sinabi ko is, we have the happiest travelers. Now, um, I call it the digital travelers. Why? Kasi nga, yun nga eh, walang, there's quarant- everyone's quarantined. There's no means to go out um, and there's no valid reasons to go out because everything is closed as well aside from the essentials. Um, but Digital travelers are what we call those who anticipates and appreciates brands, travel brands' efforts to bring them the traveling at home. Say, Cloak. Si Cloak meron na siya. Cloak home. Cloak home. Sorry, hindi ko alam yan. Ano yung Cloak? Si Cloak is like, para siya, it's somewhat like an OTA. Pero pwede ka doon mag-book ng tours, safari tours. Masungi is there also. So, activities. Activities siya. So, si Cloak naman, um, si Cloak Home is, um, they are selling yung mga home gardening package. So, kung gusto mo ng Italian, Italian plants. Oo, meron sila. Meron din. Oh, Portuguese ng Italian. <laughs> oh, <and then>. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> May ganun siya eh. Or, uh, meron siya upcoming, um, I know, next week, meron siya yung virtual um, uh, 
Bali Safari Tour. Oh, okay. Something like that. Oh, so yun, parang minimum prices. May mga ganun-ganun. May mga activities to go home. Airbnb was also able to do it. Um, si, um, who's that actor? McConaughey? Matthew McConaughey. Yon. So, siya naman, ang ginawa niya is bingo. Oh, <laughs> bingo siya. Correct. So, yun, yun yung, yun yung, that's the, that's the, that's the primary role of technology in digital world now for travelers. Kasi, mag-a-adjust eh, mag-a-adjust yung roles of each and every factor. Ngayon nga nakikita ko parang meron ng mga, yung digital museum tour. Yung mga Correct. Ganyan, diba? So, nauuuso na din yun. Um, pero syempre, yung iba pa rin yung, ex- yung may experience mo talaga eh, no? But of course, we we deal with the changes ng, ano, ng times natin. So, um, ngayon din lumakas yung Instagram. Ako ngayon, parang wala akong ginawa kundi mag-post na, mag-post na, mag-post kasi wala naman ibang gagawin eh. Instagram na lang. Um, and then dito din na lumabas yung mga ating influencers who love. Dati parang uso yung mga traveling shots of this mga sikat na sikat na influencers. They go to this place, to that place. How do you think are they doing today? Itong mga influencers and travelers na to. Yeah. Alam mo, actually, I, I feel for them kasi yun ang source of income. For them to travel around, for them to give us information, for them to provide us credible brands to get more consumers um, be attracted to what they are promoting, right? Kaya, I, I, I've asked many, many influencers, many, many, um, even BOT, I asked different employees from BOT na parang, so, ano mangyayari with you guys? Kasi you are, you are, you are the main bearer of the tourism industry and you are the main contributor for the tourism industry. So, they're saying na parang, mahirap eh, mahirap wala walang source of income as in umabot na like i know some influencers they've reached to the point that they reach out to a brand saying um saying na na bread brand yeah. pandesal brand saying na i meron na akong 100,000 followers, ipopromote ko yung pandesal mo. Bigyan mo lang ako ng bread. Ganon. Ganon siya. Ganon siya ka, ano, ka-crucial. But then, um, merong mga, I know some bloggers, I know some YouTubers who are also um, stuck in the Philippines who are only supposed to visit Philippines. Pero hindi na, hindi na kinaya Oo. Like, kunyari, merong um, foreign foreign bloggers, foreign YouTubers who are actually stuck here because the, the Philippine economy already closed. So, there's there's no way for them to go back home. But um, initially, they were saying that 
hindi sila ready to hear. Dahil hindi nila kilala ang Pinoy eh. And, and, and they will never understand fastly kung paano ang buhan dito sa Pilipinas. Yeah, but then, but then after 30 days, after 60 days of being here, they are okay. Mag-e-enjoy naman na sila. Yes, kasi ang Pinoy, hindi naman matapobre yung Pinoy sa foreigners, eh. Mm-hmm. So, so, like, I, I know, may, I know may isang vlogger, um, he, he was stuck in Bohol. So, but then, he cannot stay in a hotel. So, nag-rent pa siya ng bahay. So, medyo nasa sub-surge siya ng Bohol. <laughs> and, walang ibang tutulog sa kanya. Pinoy lang talaga. And he, he's in his blog that, that he's, he's very surprised that Filipinos are like visiting him out of nowhere in the middle of the day and like with rice, with coffee, yeah. food. Mahilig talaga tumulong ang mga Pilipino. In fairness. Kahit walang wala ka na, tutulong na tutulong ka pa rin. Yun lang talaga din ang magaganda. That's, that's why foreigners love to go here to the Philippines also. Um, so, we've talked about the past. We've talked about what's happening now. What do you think naman is the future of the tourism industry moving forward from this pandemic? Mm, um, yeah. Um, there are different uh, tourism and hospitality groups who are um, doing surveys um, for us to be able to prepare for the reopening, for us to be able to understand what's the, what are the new behaviors, what are the new facts and trends that we need to cope up with um, once we open everything. So um, I think Filipinos need to know that Philippines lies in the heart of the in the heart of the coral triangle wherein marine di- di- biodiversity rules diba andun and lahat lahat ng mga endangered and lahat andun lahat ng rare species and and more so more so our beaches are and islands are are very well known but then hindi tayo stuck hindi lang yun yung binibenta natin Meron dyan yung mga infrastructures, mga history, di pa mga museums. And now, um, now, I know we're improving our food tourism. Food meaning yung mga, yung mga Pinoy na, ay, yung mga traveler na maybe they don't have the means to do all the activities in that area. So, and food is essential. So, parang, food tourism right and and there was a there was a survey for um, as as i mentioned earlier south koreans and chinese are our main market for tourism and there was a survey for chinese specifically saying that they will not travel they will not travel philippines in the next 3 months definitely we will have the lowest of the low um, tourism uh, rate yeah. ever recorded. But by October, 
ang taas nung spike, pumapalo siya ng 80%. Oh, okay. I, a Chinese is saying, I will travel to Philippines. But, ikaw, personally, sa tingin mo, kailan kaya mag-open ulit ang kadya? I mean, we're all in uncertain waters right now na hindi natin alam when there'll be a vaccine, when this thing will be over. But, in your hopes of hopes, kailan sa tingin mo magbubukas ulit lahat? <laughs> well, to consider all factors, no, I, I will prefer the economy. I mean, di ako against sa mga taong anti-court. <laughs> I mean, I understand na kailangan yun lumabas. But then, I think to be safe, it would be around the Burr months. Burr months, no? Yeah, Burr months din. I'm hoping also na Burr months kasi wala na akong pera eh. <laughs> <laughs> event. So, <laughs> you know, pico eh. You know, pico. A lot of foreigners, foreign couples are booking their weddings in the Philippines around that month. Mga December, November. Pag hindi pa nagbukas yan at hindi pa ako magkaroon ng weddings, wala. Nga nga na, YouTuber na lang talaga ako forever. As in, Kasi wala na, wala na akong future sa events. But I'll talk about events some other time. We'll have another, a different episode for that. So, moving on. Um, what do you think? Kasi sabi mo, ito na yung future, ito na yung mangyayari, ito na yung sinasabi ng mga tao, ito na yung pinaforecast natin. So, what do you think would be the new normal? Pusong word din yan. In second to our ayuda, yung pangalawang vocabulary natin ngayon is the new normal. What do you think will be the new normal for the travelers right now? Moving forward pala in the future. Well, I mean, I mean the government was already able to release... Um, the definition of the new normal and the implications of having a new normal and the set of guidelines and whatnot. But then, for me, having the new normal is actually going to be the age of the touchless travelers. touchless. <laughs> With COVID nineteen as a as a as a virus, an air airborne we see virus. Parang as much as possible, ayo ayo ng individual to be near. Yeah. Or or and and like ayo kung parang we follow the mask rule. Pero at the same time, at the back of our heads, parang, ano ba yan? Hindi ko makita yung reaction mo. Hindi mo pa makita yung mukha nila. Oo. I mean, yeah. And this is the part where I understand the Muslim culture. <laughs> Kasi, di ba? Hindi mo parang, ano eh, parang na-silence ka yeah. with your experience. And you cannot if you want to express, say, pag namatayan, you want to express the love that that person needs at the moment. You, wala, hindi mo man nang mahawakan yung kamay, 
hawakan yung ganito or even to calm. And there's there's like a, a, a bunch of new rules wherein um, there's a new set of hygiene and sanitation. Meron pang enhanced hygiene and sanitation. Diba? Um, meron, um, but looking at the new normal, the new normal would be really traveling locally. Kasi hindi mo sure anong meron sa ibang bansa. Social distancing, as I mentioned earlier. Um, contactless uh, contactless payments. Yeah. Diba? Deliver ka as much as possible. Iwan na lang yun sa lobby or sa, sa front door. And then, um, micro-holidays. Micro-holidays would mean uh, lalabas lang ako ng city or lalabas lang ako ng bahay ko for three days in the night. Kasi pag meron ng hesitation, say, if you go beyond three days, isipin mo na yung 14-day self-quarantine. <laughs> ano ba yung three days? 14 days, di ba? And then, um, road trips. Like, um, I had discussions with friends. Like, what are we What are we gonna do pag na-lift yung quarantine? So, syempre, others would say, ah, okay, iinom, party. But then, ang umaangat sa amin is, we will definitely go to Batangas from BGC. We will definitely go to Batangas just to see beach. Yeah. And, and, and the new normal would provide also the birth of alternative destinations. What do we mean by that? Alternative des- destinations would mean yung mga undiscovered beaches. Kasi kunyari, kunyari, ano eh, active traveler ka, pumunta ka sa, say, Virgin Beach. Pero, ayaw mo nun, kasi, andun na lahat. Yeah. <laughs> Around other side of Batangas to find um, the underdeveloped beaches. And it will be lesser. I mean, the new normal traveler would be budget conscious. An average Filipino um, traveler would is okay to spend at least 7,000 pesos. That's an average Filipino um, spend, traveler spend. But given the pandemic, given that there's more people having no jobs, no projects, and uncertain nga, and, and they would appreciate um, what is essential. So all the more na magiging frugal yung Pinoy. Kaya hindi, they would not opt to go to a, a five-star resort, even if road trip siya. It might not be the option. You know, when you mentioned about road trips and the new normal um, traveler, parang mas nakita ko, we're gearing more on yung mga tent, camping, kasi safer yun. You bring your own things, you bring your own um, uh, uh, what's this, mga mattress, blankets, and everything. So I think that's where we're gearing at. Kawawa naman ang hotels. <laughs> Parental sila ng tent. No, no. no I, for, for us, um, for hotels, um, we, we've launched Hygiene Pass. The Hygiene Pass certification program in Singapore and Indonesia. And we're we're um, trying to find ways to implement it here also. So, si Hygiene Pass is a, a certification program wherein 
inalam namin what are the standards of um, public health and safety um, considering considering World Health Organization's guidelines and at the same time the the local government's guidelines and how do we merge it para si consumer would feel that they are safe. Okay, but do you think ba, um, do you think in terms of these guidelines, in terms of these new things that you have to do, it's an extra cost, eh? extra cost for the industry, for the business. Do you see an hindi ko masabing inflation, inflation ba yung tamang term, but do you see an increase sa, sa, sa charges ng mga hotels, ng mga travel agencies, airlines, do you think tataas lahat yan? Or do you think at the start, mababa muna yun? Like, sale everything and then slowly it will go up? I don't, well, I don't know with other countries in their um, hospitality sector, no? but in the Philippines, mandatory ang rates that we cannot go up. Okay. Kasi pag ang isang sector nagtaas ka, dadamayan niya ng, kunyari, hospitality, taasan mo yan ng rate, dadamayan siyempre yan ng transportation. So, tataas din sila, di ba? And then from there, health and wellness, tataas din sila. And whatever sectors there is under the uh, tourism industry. So, damay-damay. Kaya nga, si, si, um, simply put, um, with buying alcohols and facial masks, diba? Parang the government is very keen on sino yung mga nagbibenta above um, the SRP. Kasi hindi kakayanin ng economy, hindi kakayanin ng Filipino consumer to buy it, everything inflated, all at the same time. So you think naman the government will regulate yung prices ng mga hotels, ng mga airlines? Hindi yan yung parang magugulat tayo after nito, biglang nagtaas sila kasi kailangan nilang bawiin lahat ng loss nila. Yeah. yeah. So good naman yun. At least we can look forward to be able to travel in the future after this whole thing. So given you mentioned na meron ng hygiene... Um, passes from other countries that will match here in the Philippines. How do you think that will impact the Filipinos dito sa, sa Pilipinas? How do you think um, those hygiene passes will affect the business here in the Philippines? Hmm. Um, yeah, so we're talking about public health and safety, right? So and all over all all over the globe the government world health organization is actually looking into paano ba hindi na magkakaroon ng another SARS paano ba hindi magkakaroon ng another MERS ng another COVID-19 kasi the world wasn't prepared parang technically nakailang pandemics na tayo but then yeah. we we are still not prepared so there are there are discussions now about um, implementing digital health passports, meaning to say, meron kang um, travel passport, and with that travel passport, meron ka pang attach na digital health passport. Um, in Europe, I know it's being piloted, so um, they they they're trying to find ways na um, how can it be more of use. Mm -hmm. 
for the for the economy and for um just for the health of their um their citizens right but but then sa Pilipina, but then digital health passports apply ka lang ng travel passport ilang buwan right digital health you ba Diba, business permit nga lang. How many months? I mean, I'm, I'm not the government. Maybe, maybe, and I know that there's a lot um, of things on their plate. But implementing the digital health passport is definitely one, unnecessary. But for the Philippines, second will take years to be implemented. Pero, Good luck na lang talaga sa atin about that. <laughs> but let's see. In the next few months, I guess we'll see the um, the feedback about digital passports sa ibang bansa and how we can maybe implement it here sa Philippines. So, kamay-kamay muna yung mga nila. <laughs> quarantine pass. Sila digital passports. Tayo, quarantine pass. Ganun tayo. Isa stapler, stapler na lang natin. Kapit mo muna. Nagpagawa ka sa recto. <laughs> diba? Ganun tayo. Kakaiba mga Pilipino, diba? <laughs> so, um, so, with that, thought na you're given that you're in the tourism industry and you support it. You said first of all that you're not an advocate. It's just that you are a um, travel enthusiast. And how do you think now as a non-advocate, um, are you... Ulitin ko yung question. And you support it. And are you a non-advocate of all Okay, okay. So, okay, action. So, given that you're in the tourism industry, you said and that you support it. You said earlier you're a non, hindi ka naman talaga advocate of tourism, but you're a tourism enthusiast. So, are you also a non advocate for wildlife tourism in the Philippines? If so, why? Yeah, you know, that's the thing. Um, many, many travelers are actually advocates. Of traveling but then they don't know how to how to find the difference between advocating tourism and being an enthusiast of tourism because if you're an advocate of tourism I think um, you believe in all of the factors under traveling under like wala kang question. You, you deeply understand and believe in it but then if you're an enthusiast you can be an advocate at, at some percentage, at a very low percentage or an, a mid-range percentage, but an enthusiast can define what um, pros and cons. And what does, it, what, does it, what does traveling entail for the world? And um, I think um, this is I've never shared this um, topic um, anyone to anyone, 
like never ever um and this is me expressing um what i know and what am i really an advocate of so um okay ano ba to? okay sige so si bloomberg and time um bloomberg and time released an article regarding biodiversity so si biodiversity it's actually the health of the entire ecosystem not but not all of its components are the contributor to the diseases like covid-19 meaning hindi naman contributor si si um say hindi naman contributor ang whale to covid-19 that's why i'm saying that's why i'm saying it is the health of an an entire ecosystem but at the same time all of the items there under the ecosystem is not uh, um, the main contributor. Why? Because there's also the, controver the controversial um, climate change, yes. global, um, which is also an important consideration of, uh, of an ecosystem, our ecosystem. And then um, there's now an emerging, well, actually not now, it's been, also years that we're questioning why is there um, such thing as mass extinction? Why are we having pandemics now? But then people say, travelers say, take care of our mother nature. Pero ano ba talaga yung mother, taking care of mother nature? Diba? Um, if, if we go back, if we go back, COVID-19 is a virus that came from um, many factors. Yun nga, yung, meron dyan climate change, global warming. But then, um, it's also because since the 1940s, since 1940s, we already disrupted our ecosystem. We already disrupted a lot of wildlife ecosystem. Um, mainly through agricultural methods, mainly through changes in land usage, say, sa isang, sa isang lote, ang daming animals, ang daming species in that. But then, because we needed the econo economical growth, we needed to provide more for us to, to live to live longer, yung change of land use now is like putting up a mall, putting up a pond or whatever, di ba? And, 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 and that's the city life. So, dun sa mga nakatira naman in the rural life, yun, dun na pumapasok yung hunting, trading, um, the usage of animals for leisure. Di ba? Kaya nga, kaya nga, Kayanga COVID nineteen is actually uh, a disease combining the, the humans and the animals. We, we we were very careless for many many things, and and it's not only the world, and it's not uh, it's not only China. I mean, yeah. not only China who did that, but globally, meron yung global animal trading, even though it's banned everywhere. We will never know. Like, ito nga sa China, hindi nga natin alam na nangyayari pa rin siya, di ba? 
and 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 with that with that with that training that was the covid 19s fetus face the same the same way as SARS, the same way as Ebola, the same way as MERS. Mm-hmm. So like wildlife tourism, I'm I'm not very sure. I mean I I support I support um I support humanity for putting up zoos. Yeah. Uh, animal zoos. And it would be nice to have kids um seeing their smiles because they can see giraffe they can see elephants and 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 it would be nice to support um organizations to do um conservatories to do um 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 observations and studies on wildlife just to be able to contribute to the tourism industry but then but then you know like humanity doesn't see through it Animals, animals and species, has the right to live, and 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 so are we. But then, those species, um, they have a role to play. Yet at the same time, and so are we. Yes. But it, it it comes hand in hand. So like, we have to rethink again what is really taking care of Mother Nature. Yon and um, even like see see planet Cora. You know Planet Cora. Yeah. What's that? Planet Cora is an, an an NGO put up by um, Miss Antoinette Toss. Okay. So I was actually visiting um, Boracay, and she was there. Um, so White House. Oh, okay. <laughs> White House. Oh, so she was there, and naka T-shirt she ng Planet Cora, and I approached her like, hey, like. Um, is Tony, I used to be with ABS, blah, blah, blah. So, sabi niya, oh, sige, ano, chikahan pa tayo, pero sumama ka sa akin. May condition. <laughs> sabi ko, oh. sabi ko, okay, sige, sama ako sa'yo. Tapos, nag, nag, uh, shore cleaning kami, nag-beach cleaning kami. And, and, she was explaining to me, you know, you know, Nath, like, the richer the diversity of life gives enough room for medical discoveries for economic development. Kaya nga hirap na hirap, hirap na hirap tayo maghanap ng vaccine for COVID-19 because this, the ecosystem is and the biodiversity is already destroyed too much. Mahirap na siyang halungkatin. And, and for me, if we disrupt it, if we, if, we, if we give more room for the wildlife tourism for us to enhance the future, which we will forever will. Yeah. There's no way to go but up. Yeah. Um, we need to do it with understanding and genuine care. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, because we're part of that, that biodiversity. Yeah. Actually, parang I've been seeing a lot of news saying that um, the reason why this COVID also started is because we disrupted the yung mga bahay na mga panike. So, ngayon, naglabasan sila lahat kasi wala na silang matiran. So, kinagat na nila lahat ng mga pwede nilang makagat. Kasi, wala. Ginulo na natin eh. So, parang, I saw something like that. ba So, I, I think also that's also the reason why a lot of these viruses are coming out 
during this our generation because of industrialism now we keep on building we keep on destroying so all of these animals who are home to all these different kinds of viruses are now leaving their homes and you know na, na infect na tayo ngayon ng mga viruses niya so dapat talaga natin i also put focus on this wildlife um industry I mean, like for me, like for me, huh? like I believe in the benefits and the purpose of traveling, the purpose of the yeah. tourist industry. But then, may meron yung ano eh, We have to draw the fine, the fine line between what do we really need and what do we really want. So, tayong magtour, pero pero hindi naman natin kailangan na sirain yung isang ecosystem where all of these endangered or all of these species are living just for entertainment. Diba? Parang sa... Even nga... Yeah, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Even... Yeah, even nga, diba, yung mga... I mean, alam ko yung mga mga lolo't lola. <laughs> Because one time I visited my lolo lola and I ordered food for them. Because hindi naman pwede stay ng matagal. Yeah. I, I, I live in another house and it's not gonna be safe for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so nung order ako sa kanila and nakalis na ako, nung dumating yung order, like they called me and said, "Hey, like thank you for the food, but we don't feel that it's safe." <laughs> tinamaan ako doon kasi parang <laughs> parang yung small acts of love yeah. of then, it's going back food food plants nature how safe it is really today how sad no how sad to think that we have reached this point in our lives na everything had to stop before we realize what we should have done years ago pa. Now we should have taken care of the environment. And so yun, ang dami lang nasasayang because of COVID-19. So what do you think? What is your advice now? And what are, what are the things that, just to summarize, what are the things that you have learned um, through what we're going through right now? And what is your advice for us, for the future of the travelers. Hmm. Actually, you know, you know, the point thing is all of the all of these things that I mentioned um, for this show is a realization that only came up during the quarantine. Because the initial reaction was, okay, when I finish the quarantine, sobrang saya ko, I travel na ako, tapos iinom ako naman dami, pagkalasin ako. But, but then, nanood ako ng um, yung opera, yung live ng opera. Anong and opera? Yung sa Italy. Hmm. Tapos, sa YouTube or nagpunta ka talaga ng Italy? Sa live, sa, sa digital, digital. Ah. <laughs> Virtual watching. <laughs> Pero yung live version nila, I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's not, it's not like everyone can watch it live. Just, you know, just apply to 
to that country and watch it live. And I was also able to watch um, Andrea Bocelli. Mm-hmm. Yung performance niya na nasa parang yung walang ganon. Oh, grabe! Tumayo yung balahim. No. Oh my! As in, doon pumasok sa akin na, you know, like, I have so much to see in this world. I have so much to learn. And I know so much na ako lang nakakaalam, such as um, the, the um, being a non-advocate of wildlife tourism. Never ko siyang express because who am I? Who am I to, to talk about it? But then, yun nga eh, ang dami kong naging realizations about this. And I learned that change is, is inevitable. You will never really know. And, and we should never take things for granted. Sabi nga nila, change is the only thing that's permanent in this world. And we're currently going through some big changes in our lives right now. And also for the, for Mother Nature, like I, I I wrote a blog about about COVID nineteen, about the early COVID nineteen, and um, it actually it was supposed to be a blog um, stating facts, more numbers based research um science, but then nung sinusulat ko siya, yung ending was I realized it's it's not within our reach. And maybe, maybe um, some superpower up there, God, whatever. This is his way of saying that I need, I need the world to heal. Yeah. <laughs> and, and yeah, so that's that's the part wherein we see elephants walking walking down the street in Thailand. Yeah. Turtles in India laying more eggs. Yeah, correct. Na parang we are the human beings, no matter how intelligent we are, no matter how um on top of the food chain we are, we're still so small compared to you know the the all the wildlife, all the other living creatures out there. Na how easily we can be replaced once we disappear from this earth. How easily all of these other creatures, all of these other species will survive and thrive kahit wala na tayo. Diba? Parang, dun mo may isep how, how we should try to parang live with, make everybody survive, not just us. So, grade school, merong Seven, 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 seven environmental principles. Absent siguro ako niyan, hindi ko alam yan. <laughs> so Miriam, knowing Miriam, they're very modern nature related, diba? So meron kami doon. Parang may, yung isang rule of the seven principles is um, we are stewards of, um, of the creation we didn't create. I actually, I knew then I would be in the tourism industry and I thought it was through entertainment 
parang okay, travel around the world, the, luxur- the luxury lifestyle of it. But then, for some reason, ito siya, ito yung purpose talaga. Mm-hmm. Understanding, uh, understanding this industry and how do you, how do you act through it. And then, closing in, um, what what advice or what message do you like to give those who, like me, who are looking forward to traveling after this COVID-19? Na, wala, gusto ko lang bumasos, gusto ko lang mag-travel. What is your best advice for us? Um, how, how do we go about traveling moving forward? Hmm. Alam mo, inisip ko din to last night. <laughs> <laughs> like, I felt that, that you would ask, but... <laughs> And only one thing came into my mind. As in one thing lang. So if we have the happiest travelers, down to digital travelers, now we're, 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 we're transitioning towards the touchless travelers. And sooner or later, it's always going to be, and it's almost going to be back to normal wherein we can touch and go to wherever, chat to whoever. Um, my only advice is no matter what kind of traveler you are, you always have to be the conscious traveler. Yun lang siya. Conscious in a way na you should always be clean, hygienic. Correct. And yeah, clean, hygienic, um, respectful of respectful, yeah. other species, respectful of um, um, the, the trees. Yeah. You know, clean, respectful, responsible traveler and conscious. Tama ba yun sabi mo na conscious traveler? So yan, ganyan tayo moving forward. So we're looking Ganyan tayo. Malinis tayo eh. Actually, yung Pilipino isa sa pinakamalinis na na mga citizens. National naman. <laughs> Malinis. So thank you, Nat. Thank you for guesting here and giving us all this knowledge. Um, you mentioned about your blog. If you want to, ano yung blog mo? Para if our listeners would like to read on to your blog. Nako. Um, alam mo na kilala mo ako at I'm, I'm very quiet. <laughs> diba? Yeah. Like, discover na ganito pala akong tao, diba? <laughs> Like, I don't usually share, um, but like what they always say, the quiet, the quiet, the, the quiet, the most quiet people are those who, who can think deeply. Yeah. Actually, the blog was up last year. Pa. But I don't really promote it. But then if you, if you guys want to read, it's a whole bunch of crazy um, entries. Lahat mang malalalim na out of this world. <laughs> Kinumestyon ko sa blog na yun. <laughs> From religion to spirituality to energies. So, yun siya. So, the link is in my blog. Yeah. Okay. I, the, my um, IG. Okay. So, we'll put the link on our description below for your blog and my blog also. Magpo-promote na din. <laughs> So again, thank you, Nat, for being here. I hope you enjoyed our little talk. We've learned so much about the tourism industry in the Philippines and, of course, as a whole also. 
we're all hoping for the best moving forward para mag-improve ulit itong industry natin, um, the tourism industry. Um, so that's it. Thank you so much, Nat. Thank you, Atmina. Thank, Thank you for you having us. Yes. I will have you again. Marami pa tayong topics to talk about together. So if you guys enjoyed Nat, she'll be back again for sure. Kailangan lang namin planchahin lahat ng mga topics namin moving forward. And then, keep on listening and thank you. Thank you so much, guys. That was Natalia Hardin, our guest tonight for the MJ Project podcast. I hope you enjoyed our discussion about Philippine tourism and probably tourism as a whole as well. Um, we hope that you learned a lot about how the tourism and the hospitality industry will be able to move forward from the pandemic and how the whole industry is doing today. If you'd like to see the video version of this, we'll be uploading the video version at YouTube by next week. Thank you guys for listening and stay safe, everybody. Good night.